coming up. This may be hard to hear, um, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So the question is, how much do you truly value God then? If you're not eagerly trying to unpack the gift that God put inside of you, how much do you really value God and use it? It is a travesty if you don't use your God-given gift. Hello. And thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. What if I told you that Jesus Christ still has a physical body here on earth? Well, he does. Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ is a member of the physical body of Christ. And as a member, you have a very specific role. In this message series, Pastor Rob explains some very timely truths about the body of Christ and how every member of the body should respond. Here's part three of the message, Living as the Body of Christ. Last week we started a new series entitled Living as the Body of Christ. And so I want to reflect a little bit on that before we get into part two um, of the message so that you can track along here. So last week we talked about how Jesus Christ had a physical body and how Jesus Christ still has a physical body. (laughs) And we said Jesus Christ still has a physical body on the earth, and that was you and me. And I told you before the message, I'm going to talk about you today. I'm going to talk about you today. And guess what? Today I'm still talking about you. Okay, as the body of Christ. And we, all, we went on and also talked about some truths about the body of Christ, that every believer is part of the body, that every believer, believer is valuable to the body, and that the body is valuable to every believer. Okay? The, the, the believer is valuable to the body, and also the body is valuable to the believer. And the reason the body is valuable to the believer because the, the, it, was, it is within the body that the believer maximizes and utilizes their gifts and their abilities that God gave them. It's within the body that the believer fulfills their God-given mission or their God-given calling. And your calling is absolutely of great importance that you fulfill that because you want to hear God say, well done good and faithful servant. And then we also talked about how every believer has a function in the body of Christ. So today I want to build more on that principle of that every believer has a function in the body of Christ. And um, A, on your paper, write this down. Every member of the body has been shaped for service. Every member of the body has been shaped for service. Isaiah 43, 21 says, the people I formed for myself that they may proclaim my praise. Y'all hear what God says? He says, I formed the people for myself that they may proclaim my praise. Do you understand? The, The creator of the universe, the one who organized, planned this great universe that we live in. I was watching something the other day and they was talking about the universe 
and and you know, yeah, and they they are just getting more and more amazed about outer space and everything. It just it's blowing their mind. They find out stuff, you know, that they did stuff they thought was true. They find it out ain't true about the universe. Lady was talking about exoplanets. Y'all know what exoplanets is? Or do you remember? You might have you probably read about it. You might have read about it in, in, in when you was in school or at some point, but she mentioned exoplanets. And then I'm like, exoplanet? <laughs> she said, ex exoplanets, a, a regular planet, I guess. I don't know what to call it, but other than a regular planet. Um, the, the, the stars, you know, it, it has its own um, stars rotating around it or something of that nature. Solar system, yeah. And so the exoplanets, the planet rotates around the star, they said. That's what she said it means. <laughs> that it, 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 it's the planet that's rotating around it, not the star around. Maybe I'm getting it mixed up somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you what she said. What she said was the exoplanet, wrote, the planet's rotating, not, not the star. That's what she said. Um, and I, I was watching, and I didn't look it up too deeply. I'm just telling you what she said. Um, but anyway, there are exoplanets. <laughs> okay, that's the point I want to get across to you. So they're finding out all this stuff about the universe and more and more stuff. So here's the point for you and I. The, the one who created all of that, organized it, where they can now study it and they're getting amazed by it, formed you intentionally. The one who put the stars where they are, the moons where they are, and the exoplanets, wherever they are, right. <laughs> whatever they are, um, he also formed you. The, the, the order he put to the universe, the amazement, the, the design of the universe, that designer designed you, okay? That, that should just blow your mind. You should go like, wow. I mean, really, it should knock you to your knees. You mean the designer of the universe intentionally designed me? That's what the Bible says. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. He designed you. He said, I formed you and I did it for myself. I designed you specifically for me. And what, what was the end goal of my design for you? Is that you would declare my praise. That's how I, I designed you to declare praise to me. That's what God says <laughs> about you. And we use the, the, the ac we use shaped as, shape as an acronym um, for S for spiritual gifts. Write that down. And then um, the H is for heart. H is for heart. The A is for abilities, for abilities. And then the, the P is for personality. P is for personality. And the E is for experiences. The E is for experiences. We use this as an acronym because so that you can understand your design better. Um, so God has given you spiritual gifts. He's given you a heart. And not just the beating physical heart, but your emotions, your thoughts, your desires. And he's given you abilities, personality, and he's orchestrated your life's experiences and all of those things form you 
You're shaped for that. Today we're going to talk about spiritual gifts, abilities, and, pers- and, um, uh, and heart and ability. We're going to talk about spiritual gifts, heart, and ability today. Well, we won't touch on the personality and experiences. That's, that'll be covered in our 301 class where we dive more into the shape of how we're shaped so that we can discover our gifts and find our, our function and place within the body. We will talk about those three today. So B, write this down. Some truths about spiritual gifts. Some truths about spiritual gifts. Number one, they are important to know about. They are important to know about. 1 Corinthians 12.1 says, Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. This is Apostle Paul talking to the church at Corinth. He says, uh, as, it, as it pertains to spiritual gifts, Paul says, I don't want you to be uninformed. Uh, I want that to marinate a little bit because too often I hear believers playing down the importance of spiritual gifts and, and knowing theirs. I, I hear it played down too much. Like it's, but Paul, Paul wrote about it. And God inspired Paul to write about it and put it into the the Holy Scriptures that it's not good or wise to be uninformed about them. Okay, so to me, um, if you're trying to fulfill the calling that the organizer of the universe has formed you for, I think you would want to know about spiritual gifts. Because he says, I, I, don't want you to, I don't want you to be uninformed. That means that we sh- this should be part of the conversation from time to time w- amongst believers. It should be, and it should be a conversation we don't shun. It should be a conversation that we're particip- participatory in. Because Paul says it's not wise. He didn't want us, he didn't want them to be uninformed about spiritual gifts. And then when we see them talked about as much as they are in Scripture, it makes, means that they're, they're important. So we need to be talking about them. Number two, second truth about spiritual gifts. Every believer has at least one spiritual gift. Every believer has at least one spiritual gift. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given. To each one. Talking about each member of the body, the manifestation of the spirit is given. So we all have at least one, eh? a spiritual gift. Now, I I got a few questions for you. And I got a few things I want you to ponder (laughs) as we talk about the fact that you got at least one, at least one spiritual gift. Likelihood you got more than one, but let's just live on at least one, (laughs) okay? Why would anyone not open or use a gift that was given to them by God. Why why would anyone do that? Not open it, not use it. And it was a gift given by God. Well, it's it's pretty simple. The, 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 the main reason or the only reason you wouldn't open up or use a gift by God, and this might be hard for you to understand, to accept, but I'm going to tell you anyway, is because God don't matter enough to you. It's a question of value. 
Let me give you an example on, on, so that you can understand what I mean. Okay? If you received a wedding gift, if you, let's put it this way. Let me say this first. If you received a gift from the richest man in the world, wouldn't most, if not all of us, open it? Huh? The richest man in the world sent you a gift. You got a gift. If you receive on your wedding day, on your wedding day, you got a gift from Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is the CEO of Amazon. Okay. Filthy rich. Y'all, 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 right? Filthy rich. If you received a wedding gift from Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, Facebook, Bill Gates, Microsoft, Oprah Winfrey, you got a gift on your wedding day from Oprah Winfrey. Sent you a gift. Wouldn't you eagerly open it? I mean, eagerly. You, you, it, 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 sooner you, you would pass up the gift from your mother to get to the gift that Oprah sent you. I mean, just be honest about it. He was like, you walk right by it and you see mom and dad on that one and you keep walking until you find the one with Oprah on it. Because you've seen the shows, folks getting cars and, you know, y'all, you've seen, so you will walk by mama's gift <laughs> to go open that one. Just be honest about it. Be honest about it. And here, here <laughs> so, so it's really a question about value. It's really a question about value. And it's a, it's a declaration also Toward your selfishness. Toward your selfishness. You, you, this may be hard to hear, um, but I'm going to tell you anyway. So the question is, how much do you truly value God then? If you're not eagerly trying to unpack the gift that God put inside of you. How much do you really value God? And use it. It is a travesty if you don't use your God-given gift. Just like you would, you would, you would tell your, your friend if you knew they got a gift from Oprah and, and then they got these other ones, you'd be saying, you, girl, you need to go open that one. Get open it. Get up. What's wrong with you? If they didn't open that gift, you'd think something was wrong with them. Are you crazy? Do you know the kind of gifts Oprah give that you would, you would think they was crazy not to open their gift? But we so passive and nonchalant about the gifts that God has given us. It's like, it don't, it's like oh, I'll get to that one whenever. You wouldn't treat that gift from Jeff Bezos like that. And you would open it with great expectation. But when it comes to God's gift, <laughs> so it's a question of value. It, it really is a question of value, and it points to our selfishness. So how much do you really value God, the one who created everything? Eh? And he's going to be God forever. Jeff Bezos, he ain't going to be on top of Amazon forever. In fact, Amazon won't be on top forever. But God will. 
And why are we passive about opening the gifts that God has given us? It's a question of value. Third reason, third truth about spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts are beneficial to the body of Christ. Spiritual gifts are beneficial to the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 goes on and says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. For the common good. So the gift is given for the common good of the body. It's given for the common good of the body. It's beneficial. Again, if you're not using it, it is a testament to your selfishness. It's a testament to your selfishness. It's like in your house, it's like in your house, everybody who live in your house, right? Everybody, we got used, everybody uses the same refrigerator, same appliances. It's like you, you go in there and you drink the last, you know, milk or whatever you got in your refrigerator. You, 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 you kill it. You, you, you kill it all. It's gone. Right? You content. You, you, gotta, you had enough. You got as much as you wanted. See, in my house, what you're supposed to do in that situation <laughs> is, is, is replace it. Yeah, yeah, this is how our house works. My wife set this up. She set up this system. Okay, she set up the system. It's like, you drink the last of it, you replace it, because, you know, we got a refrigerator in the garage. It's, it, most of the time, uh, you know, we make sure that the extras are there. You replace it. And if it's none out there, guess what you do? You, well, you don't, well, so you don't have to go to the store, but you could. But that's a good idea. But we just say, just put it on the list. We got a list on the side of the refrigerator that says groceries or Safeway, <laughs> Costco. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And if you, if you killed it, you put it on the list. Or replace it or go get the other if it's not. Put it on the list so that when we make our next trip, whoever goes, make the next trip, they will get it. But if you don't do that, it's, it's, I, I, I know it might be hard to hear. It's you being selfish. <laughs> it's just selfishness. We got a system. You know the system. Why didn't you do it? So, oh, I forgot. Oh, I, yeah, you forgot after you burped. <laughs> yeah, after you, after you got your full fill. <laughs> <laughs> and you you burped and everything, and you was cool. You yeah, you forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I, and so here here it is. It's, it's 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 and this is what it's all about. We need to live unselfishly. And if you have a gift God's given you that would be beneficial to the body, um, this juice or whatever it is that you just killed will be beneficial to the house and you don't do anything to make sure we still have it or it's there, you're being selfish. You're being selfish. And the rest of the body or the rest of the house does not get to benefit from what's in you. 
That's selfishness. Okay. As well as I said earlier, not valuing God because he's the one that gave it. The fourth truth about spiritual gifts is the Holy Spirit gives the gifts as he wills. The Holy Spirit gives the gifts as he wills. 1 Corinthians 12, 11 says, All these are the work of one, the same and the same spirit. He distributes them to each one just as he determines. So the Holy Spirit has given you gifts, at least one, and he made that conscious, intentional decision to give it to you. God decided, I'm going to give you, him, her, this gift specifically for you. It wasn't, God didn't sit up, you know, and roll the dice or pull straws <laughs> to determine which gift you get. It, was, it wasn't done like that. Y'all get, just understand this. God thought about it. He put some thought into giving you this gift. Y'all, do you understand what I'm saying? God, the one who created the universe, used his mind to think about what gift do I want to give her? Do you understand this? And he says, um, after his, in his own counsel, he decided I'm going to give her this gift or these gifts. <laughs> And he did it intentionally. He put thought into it. God went to his divine chalkboard, put some formulas on there, and wrote a formulas and figured out an equation. And at the end, it had your name on it. And then it says that you corresponded to this gift. He calculated that, and he gave it to you. And then you have the audacity to say, God, I think your math is wrong. You should have given me this other gift. Really? Lord, I'd rather have that gift. What? You're telling God? God, your math is wrong? You figured that out all wrong. You should have given me that one. You got to be kidding me. God said, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, who's God here? Who's God? <laughs> so, so we need to use the gifts that God has given us. He did it intentionally. He did it from the counsel of his own will. He gave us exactly the gift or gifts he wants us to have. And do you realize there still may be gifts you got that you still aren't aware of? It ain't came out yet, or you haven't unpacked it yet. There still may be stuff in you right now. I don't know about you. I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to pray for us. I'm going to pray for us that, Lord, that you help us. If there, if there are still gifts remaining in us, that you help us unpack them and use them and become aware of them. I'm going to do that right now because this is how important it is. This is God the creator. He's giving you this. I'm going to take a moment out here and pray for that. Father, we come right now, honestly, Lord, asking that you would reveal to us any gift 
that you have placed in us that we are unaware of and that you help us, Lord, to use the gifts that you have given us that we are aware of. Enlighten us right now, Father. Show us in your own way, however you want to reveal it. Reveal it to us and inspire us to use it. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Right? God is the same way. He's given us, he's given us responsibilities that is in accordance with our abilities. So you can handle whatever God wants you to do. He's given you the ability to handle it. You don't have to fret over that. It's not above your head. You just got to do what God wants you to do. That's all. Just do it. Be obedient. Thank you for listening. 